This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is sponsored by Podcorn. What is Podcorn? Well, are you a podcaster? If you are, you do it for fun. You also maybe want to make some money doing it. The tough part is finding sponsors. And if you've done a podcast, you know that can be interesting. Podcorn's making it easy, and I found it easy by using Podcorn. It's a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. Podcorn, there's no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform. I did it. Set their own rates. I did it. And collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. I'm doing that right now. Click the link in my show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities today. Podcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie Brown is doing the chop, baby. Oh, no. What is this, 1984? I just rambled for 20 minutes and deleted it. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello. From the Diane Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 24, Kansas. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter, tweeting on Twitter. Find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know, Facebook page for Unreasonable Doubt. Find it, hit the blue thumb. Follow the podcast there. Unreasonable Doubt podcast swag. Hit the link in this episode's show description on your handheld device or whatever you're listening on, your laptop. There's a link to get you to the online store by the merch. You ever played Uno with two people? The Uno game with two people can go kind of weird. I don't know if Uno's developed for two people. I think you have more fun with Uno when you're playing with three. But with two, for those of you not familiar with Uno, it's a card game. And they have cards that have numbers on them. The six and the nine are distinguished by one of them has a line underneath it. You know, like the line that distinguishes which way the six or the nine goes. And then you have special cards. You've got a reverse card. But when there's two people, who does it reverse to, right? Skip. There's a skip card. Skip card goes to, who do you skip? You skip one person. If you're playing with two people, it comes back to you. Draw two. There's a wild card. Draw four. You get the idea. And the, the the game is designed for multiple people, and by multiple people, more than two. But as a child, sometimes you're you've got two people, <laughs> and you don't have the internet, and you have time to kill, so you play Uno with two people. And so, when the hand is drawn, and the person you're playing has a bunch of the special cards 
it can go like this. Of let's just say hypothetically, something like this could happen. All right, friend, you ready to play? I go first. All right. Skip you back to me. Reverse to me. Skip you back to me. Draw two cards. I get to go again. Draw four. Draw the four cards. I think I get to go again. I'll pick the color. The color is yellow. Skip you back to me. Reverse you back to me. Uno. Red seven. <laughs> and that's the game. Doesn't that sound fun? Doesn't sound fun at all. Sounds quick, right? Uno with two people is what I was thinking about in the last nine minutes of this Kansas game. West Virginia lost, by the way, 58 to 49. West Virginia lost to, according to humans, the number three team in the country. West Virginia, according to humans, ranked 14. And according to Ken Pomeroy, West Virginia lost to the number one team in the country. And Ken Pomeroy's one human, but he uses math and algorithms and stuff. And he says Kansas is the best. The computer for him says it's the best. And that his computer says Kansas is the best defensive team in the country. And so West Virginia lost 58 to 49 to the best defensive team in the country. At home. So there's some first tonight. First loss at home. First two-game losing streak of the season. First time West Virginia's been held under 50 points in a game since 2016. Since last decade. And that was a game at Texas. Lots of firsts. All right. But the last nine minutes, the... (laughs) Here's the basketball version of two-player Uno when the the person has all the special cards. West Virginia's up. <laughs> West Virginia's up 46 to 40. All right. West Virginia has the ball. McCabe misses a shot. Lots of minutes for McCabe tonight. He misses a shot. Derek Culver gets the rebound. He's not right at the rim. He's kind of he's closer to the rim than the foul line. And what he does is he he kind of does like a fadeaway almost, put back. Let's say let's say it was a six footer, maybe five footer. It's an air ball, and from that air ball, West Virginia went into Uno for two. All right, because here's the rest of the game, West Virginia's offensive possessions. All right, you ready for this? Oh, by the way, after he did that air ball, Kansas got the ball, Dotson super fast, comes down, kicks the ball out. He, he draws defenders, draws it out to, uh, kicks it out to a guy, wide open three, swish. That guy, a senior. And from that three, and so the game, West Virginia still win at this point, 46 to 43. Here's the rest of the possessions that's like Uno with two people, with special cards. West Virginia, turnover, steal. Next possession, turnover, steal. Next possession, Gabe does the dribble drive and layup. And that's the last field goal that West Virginia made, all right? Next possession, turnover, steal. 
Next possession, get fouled. Not in the act of shooting, even though Haley made the shot, but it was not a continuation foul. It's not the NBA. So he makes the first one. So he makes the bonus shot, gets another chance, misses a free throw. So one of two, all right? Next possession, turnover, steal. Next possession, turnover, steal. Next possession, Napper gets a rebound, comes down, shoots a three, like four feet behind the three-point line. West Virginia gets the rebound, misses the shot. Then Emmett Matthews does like a tip. It doesn't go in. Then he gets possession of the ball. He does a fadeaway, but instead of an air ball, he throws a two-foot pass to Derek Culver, who's not expecting a two-foot pass. I don't, I don't know, but that was a turnover. Next trip down, McBride drives, stagnant offense, hits a, tries to make a contested bank shot, misses it. Next possession, Emmett Matthews, quick three. <sighs> Next possession, block shot. But then we get the we get the ball and foul. Haley gets fouled, misses two free throws. On the second free throw, Oscar gets it, puts it up, misses it. Next possession, Gabe gets blocked by Azabuki. I'm I'm butchering the guy's name. Next possession, West Virginia turnover, steal, and then the next possession, Deuce misses a three. And that, <laughs> that is the basketball version of reverse you back to me, skip you back to me, skip you back to me, draw two, draw four, colors blue, uno, two blue, good night. So real punch in the stomach. West Virginia was winning in the first half like they did in the game at Kansas. Oscar with a big first half in this game like the first game at Kansas. Then Oscar gets in foul trouble in the second half. Kansas comes out strong to start the second half, but West Virginia answers with the run. West Virginia's up nine in the early part of the second half. Once Kansas tied it up, and then West Virginia got a nine-point lead, and then they didn't break 50, all right? So where does that leave West Virginia? It leaves West Virginia at 18 wins and six losses, all right? Now six and five in the Big 12 Conference. So we're out of third place now. Texas Tech moves up to third. West Virginia now tied for fourth in the conference with Oklahoma. Kansas has not lost on the road in the conference. And neither has the team that we're going to play next, Baylor. And that's not great. <laughs> that's not great timing. But just to give you an idea, this is West Virginia's first two-game losing streak. Uh, last year, losing streaks, right? I don't have to get into it. Seventh, uh, Javon senior year, Carter senior year, a three-game losing streak. End of January, we're looking at, at a possible three-game losing streak with this team. And Carter senior year, they made it to the Sweet 16. Year before that, Carter's junior year, they did not have a three-game losing streak. They did have a two a two-game losing streak in late January. Previous year, two two-game losing streaks. 
And that team, 15-16, lost three out of four in early February. They made the tournament. 14-15, Carter's freshman year. Two two two-game losing streaks. And they lost three out of four in early February. What does that mean for this team? I don't know. I'm just trying to draw from, like, this has happened before. (laughs) Two Huggins WVU teams. And I would describe those teams in those four seasons as fairly successful. All right? They did not win a national championship in any of those years. West Virginia has not won a national championship ever. All right? But what I'm seeing on the internet in various forms, you read the comments on the internet, and this is a me problem, and you think West Virginia is not 18 wins and six losses. You would think, and I don't have a good memory. Last year was a terrible year. And the internet probably reflected how bad the team was. And I would argue last year was... <laughs> I wouldn't put much of a, uh, put much of a fight up if you told me at, in late January of last year, you know what? Bring on football season. <laughs> I wouldn't argue that. But uh, I, I'd still quibble. But not as much as this year. But the internet reads like West Virginia is uh, six wins, 18 losses, and the coach is bad, and the players are bad. Not all of the internet, right? Some of the internet. And what I'm saying is, if you lose and you don't want to he don't want to lose any games and you don't want to lose games at home especially when you've won all your games at home but is it the end of the world <laughs> if you lose at home to the most in my opinion the most reliable computer saying is the best team with the best defense it's not great timing I'm just holding on to something. This team's still really good. And I'll keep saying it. (sighs) Random thoughts coming up. Dyer Prime is a lead sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Dyer Prime Creative Group. Full service graphic shop. Veteran owned. Family owned. They're putting designs on things. They're creating designs and then putting them on things. They'll put it on a t-shirt and usually that's like ink. They'll put it on a sticker and that's, I don't know how that works, magic. They have a new way they can put your design on something. Embroidery. It's new to Dyer Prime. It's not new like the idea of embroidery. But like a polo shirt with your design stitched in with thousands of stitches to create your logo stitched into a polo shirt, a hat. Doesn't that sound neat? Dyer Prime can tell you more if you call or text them to find out more. 304-767-4445. Find them on the web, dyerprime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime. 
Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. A little bit can go a long way. And nowhere is that more true than at Little Caesars. I had a recent experience. Are you familiar with Little Caesars? Hot and ready pizza. It's a great invention. Hey, I want a pizza right now. But if I order it, then somebody's got to put it in an oven and and then it like rolls through the oven. And then 20 minutes later, I have a pizza. How about I don't do that? Get a less quality pizza right now for five dollars. All right. That's the Little Caesars model. All right. And you get they have pizzas in a pizza locker and you order the pizza and they take the pizza out of the pizza locker. And then you have a pizza immediately. It's hot and ready. It stays hot in the hot locker. All right? Now, Little Caesars, they're giving you value, right? But if you, and they don't promote this if you go through the drive-thru, all right? you can Not only can you get a hot pizza, you can stay in your car and they'll throw you a pizza out the window. You give them money, they throw you a pizza. On the drive-through sign, they, you know, hey, we got we got hot pizza. But then you roll up to the drive-through window and they have an advertisement for, and it says for one dollar, you can get a buttery parmesan crust. And the typical little Caesar's crust. Not buttery and parmigiani. <laughs> kind of, kind of, um, you know, it's just like a a bread dough. It's just, it's just, it's bland pizza dough. All right. So that one dollar is really going to enhance the Little Caesars pizza. Still a lower quality than waiting for a pizza, right? But the six dollar pizza with the buttery crust. That dollar gets you get you a long way, all right? Now, what if? So we're all good here, all right? Pay the dollar, get the buttery, cheesy crust, go about your day. Now, a little bit goes a long way. What if I told you... <laughs> so I'm a Little Caesars veteran. So recently I went to the Little Caesars... Want the $5 pizza, but what if in my head? <laughs> what uh instead of paying a dollar for buttering and cheesing up the crust, how about you butter and cheese up the whole pizza? The butter and cheese up the crust, delightful. Let's butter and cheese up the whole thing. Now, when you... <laughs> Now, when you come equipped with the knowledge of the dollar upgrade and to say, you know what, upgrade the whole thing. Here's the response I got from Little Caesars. When I said, can you butter and cheese the whole pizza? They said, and was obviously a cautionary tale. Hey, Josh, well, they didn't know my name. Sir, you want to... Butter the whole pizza? 
<laughs> which is a total out, and which my reply should have been, oh, what was I thinking? No, just butter the crust. Oh, of course, sir. Yes, that's a dollar more. Six dollars and change could pull up to the window. Instead, I confirmed that I wanted <laughs> I wanted them to butter the whole pizza. So they said, okay. I don't want to get into the finances. What I'll tell you is that it's more than one dollar to butter the whole pizza. And so the pro of this, I'll get to the con. The pro of this is when you pull up to the window, you get to see a butter show. <laughs> you get to see a butter and cheese show because picture like at a diner, the red bottle of ketchup. All right. Now picture that bottle being clear and filled with a yellow garlicky butter substance. Okay. And picture a majority of that tipped over and dumped on a <laughs> and dumped on a large pizza in a swirling motion. It's all it's kind of hypnotic watching it from your car. And it takes longer than a couple of seconds. It takes longer than than obviously buttering just the crust, right? Then the the parmesan, all right? The parmesan is is dumped like, how do I describe this? It's like, you know, like the, <laughs> you know, like the hot pepper flakes at like a local pizza place or maybe, you know, even as Sabaros and how it's hard to come out. The person doing the show for the Parmesan, they're shaking it like it's difficult for the Parmesan to come out. Very elaborate and very <laughs> animated motion dumping i would say uh 7 to 10 teaspoons of parmesan onto my large pizza all that being said so that's the pro you get a show the con is my pizza i got a soggy pizza all of that butter, garlicky substance, went through the layer of cheese, through the layer of pepperoni, and through the layer of bread, and almost went through the layer of cardboard underneath it. And let's just say, uh, how do I put this? My body wanted to reject all that... <laughs> My body doesn't want to reject buttery crust. My body does want to reject buttery large pizza. So I guess what I'm saying is all things in moderation and a little sometimes goes a long way. Final thoughts coming up. Permanti Brothers is a proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Show your mountaineer pride at Permanti Brothers. Late night deals start daily at 9 p.m. Great deals on fan favorites including wings, the famous sandwiches, and more. 
Check up with the brothers on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram for the latest deals, most up-to-date news, and info on game day specials. Permanti Brothers, your college game day headquarters. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. The next game for WVU, it's a doozy. They got to lick their wounds from this game and then go to Waco, Texas Saturday to play Baylor. First time they played Baylor this season. Baylor, number one in the country. The Ken Palm computer has Baylor at number five for what that's worth. Baylor, 22 wins, one loss. Their only loss was in Alaska in a close game against Washington. I think it was a one-point loss. Baylor, undefeated at home. You know how West Virginia went into this Kansas game undefeated at home? Now they're defeated at home. Baylor, going into this game undefeated at home. Matter of fact, Baylor, undefeated in road games. Undefeated in the Big 12. They have really good guards. And they're not super tall. They're not the monsters like they usually are. But they got tough guys inside. Alright? Vital. V-I-D-A-L. He's a big tough guy. And so... They don't play that crazy defense. They play man-to-man defense. And according to Ken Pomeroy... They are the fourth best team in the country at defense. So West Virginia just got done playing the best team at defense. Now they're playing the fourth best team. And the computer considers West Virginia still after this game, the second best defensive team in the country. And they held Kansas to 58. Now they only, they only scored 49 as we've discussed. So Baylor, This game, 4 p.m. Saturday, not on TV. So the hardest game, hardest two-game stretch, just by how good the teams are, and roughest two-game stretch in that two games in a row, not on television. Streamed from the fine folks at ESPN+. (laughs) Because who would, you know... Who would want to see number one versus a top 20 team on a Saturday without shelling over five bucks? It's not a big deal. Uh, you know, my, what are my thoughts? It's a road game. So most likely, West Virginia is going to lose three in a row. All right. But also, Baylor is undefeated at home. They could possibly go all season without having a loss. As a matter of fact, let me just predict that Baylor is not going to lose a home game this season. Let's see if that works. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on, just pick a platform. Apple Podcasts, that's a popular one. Spotify, popular. Overcast, popular. Hey Alexa, That's popular. 
You can also, not as popular, but you can still listen to this podcast on something called CastBox. If you're on Apple Podcasts, find the spot where you're listening to this podcast on your on your iPhone and look for the stars. Look for any stars in relation to this podcast and hit the screen to where it gives the rating of five stars to this podcast. I think that helps. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2019-2020 season. 18 wins, 6 losses.